0: Well, here we are, um, ready to have a conversation with some everyday normal people. We all know that uh, I get paid to believe what I believe. You all don't. And so uh, it's always great to take some time in the midst of all the content that we do to just reflect on how this is hitting our everyday normal lives. And, uh, And so before we jump in, I thought maybe why don't we take a second and introduce ourselves for those that... Um, Might not know who we are, and uh, share a little bit about uh, about what makes you you, right? Uh, All those things. So let's start with you, Bree. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Bree. I'm Darren Williams' wife. So Darren's the tech director at Crossroads. Um, We've been at Crossroads, I think, two years coming up August. So we just love Crossroads. It's a great church family, and I have a daughter, Amaya. She's going to be one um actually in about a month she's about 11 months old now so and yeah and i'm excited to be here with you all
0: awesome very great very great and that baby is cute is cute one one
1: (laughs) she is she's a cutie for sure
2: steve introduce yourself for those that might not know you so hi i'm steve boston i've been uh, going to crossroads for almost four years now actually since my second Sunday in Colorado. I went to another church the first Sunday, and I thought, you know, it was a great church, but I don't want to drive to Greeley every week. So I found Crossroads, and ever since the first time I went to Crossroads, I've been going there. Um, Right now, what I do is I uh, work a lot with the, the youth in Crossroads Church. I've been volunteering with them for the past couple of years, and it's a great opportunity to invest in the next generation and I am happy to be here this morning with everyone. Awesome,
0: thanks so much, Steve. We're really glad to have you with us. Sherry, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: I am married to Greg Pyburn, and we are still speaking to each other (laughs) through all of this. Uh, I have a passion for the Latino population. I started at 15 working at a migrant school, summer school. And so now I teach adult English as a second language to all different foreign speakers. I taught citizenship and I have my own gardening business, landscape gardening, which basically means I dig in dirt.
0: Oh, well, we need to connect after this because (laughs) with landscape uh, phobia and issues. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for being with us, Sherry. And speaking of uh, Greg, Greg, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you.
4: Sherry and I uh, were part of the group that started Crossroads many years ago with uh, founding pastor John Smith, and uh, I've been involved in a lot of different ways uh, in the church, including, Ryan, you might remember I was on the search team that found you, so um, I'm very pleased about that. I'm a longtime independent consultant, and so since mid, uh, mid-March, I've not worked at all, so I will be sending an invoice to the church for for this. <laughs> joking, joking. Well, uh, Sherry is downstairs. I'm upstairs. We thought it would be more symbolic if you actually saw that a lot of the day day we do try to separate and do our own thing.
0: Yeah. Great. Well, it's good to have everybody. Greg, we were just talking the other day with um, one of the other search team members, and we're like approaching the one-year anniversary of Wendy and I's first trip up here, and we were saying how we needed to get some of those folks together and like retrace our steps, you know, and uh, just spend some time now that we know one another. See if you you actually want to change your mind. So if you do have an issue (laughs) with me, uh, address your emails to Greg. (laughs) So, well, I am so thankful for everybody taking time um, to be on yet another Zoom call and uh, share with us for a bit and encourage um, our community of faith just with how um, God is working in your life. And uh, as we, we try to pause, right? We we live in a world that's just inundating us with information and content and principles. And church can be the same way, whether we're gathering in our living room, we're watching a broadcast, we're just, it, like, it comes at us. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing is just pausing and reflecting and saying, how has God been moving in my individual life? How has God been moving in our life as a community, in our culture? And uh, so we just have a couple questions we just wanna kind of talk through today from everybody's perspective. And the first question is, over the last six, seven weeks, as we've been doing this Framley practice series, I'm interested to know: um, have you, has God kind of whispered into your heart through anything? It could have been a song, it could have been, uh, I mean, highly unlikely, but it might have been one of the talks. Um, it could have been uh, some other experience, but just kind of during the six weeks, did anything stick out in your heart? And, uh, and so, we, because we're in Zoom and just to try to help guide us along, I'm just going to choose somebody to go first and and why don't we start first with you Sherry like tell me a little bit like has has have you had any kind of uh moments where you felt like man I really feel God speaking into my life
3: I've had many but I'll narrow it down to the one about weeds since I'm a gardener I go after the weeds and unfortunately as a person I go after the weeds as well so it was really helpful to me to be reminded, to accept people where they are and for who they are. And that's pretty easy with a stranger or someone I'm going to only see off and on. But God is challenging me to do this with my own family members. They know me the best. And I think it's the most difficult place for me to say, this is who you are. And that's okay. And the rest is not my business,
2: Steve. How about you uh, for me, you know really the two the two bookends of the sermon series the one the first one being trust and the final one being uh, wisdom have really jumped out at me because of the situation we're in right now. We find that we we really have to trust people we don't know because we don't know everything they don't know everything, but we have to trust them that they have everyone's best interests at heart. And so um, the more I see, the more I read, the more I hear, the more I find myself not being fully trusting um, and and saying to myself, you know what, I, I think I need to take what they're saying with a grain of salt, because you start to see that a lot of what's being said is being politicized. And so people have different agendas and so that brings me to the second book in, which was wisdom. And I'm not talking phase one or phase two wisdom, but phase three wisdom, which is moving into the universal love. And so you have to, at the end of the day, you have to be able to love that person who is using this situation for their own agenda and not necessarily for my good. And so I found that that whole thing of trusting people. And and then being able to find out that even though someone may be betraying me, I still have to love them with the love of God. Oh, man. That's a
0: super easy lesson to learn, right? Like, that's no problem. Piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No sweat. Bree, how about you? What's what's kind of God been whispering in, in your life?
1: So your message on patience really stood out to me. Um, so... Uh, Uh, I lost my job due to COVID, so I all of a sudden got into this role of being a stay-at-home mom, which I am definitely am not used to. I'm a little more adjusted now, but at the beginning, it really took a lot of patience for me and just a complete lifestyle shift, and Darren working from home more now, so we're just all together 24-7 basically, so I felt like I was just being... I, had, I was being kind of tested and I was really needing to kind of work on my patients. And that message was kind of perfect during that time, just with this huge adjustment.
0: And Greg, how about you? Tell us a little bit, what have you kind of been leaning into during this season? Has anything kind of struck
4: you? Well, honestly, I get, I get something out of every, every service. Uh, the music has just been amazing. Uh, very uplifting to me, and the sermons are always thought-provoking. You know, Stephen and Sherry alluded to to um, this uh, sermon about the three levels that uh, just blew me away. But uh, since I already talked about that, I'm going to, to go back to the last weekend um, about how uh, God the Spirit uh, is also have, has amazing... Uh, motherhood attributes, and, you know, we talk about God being all-powerful and all-knowing, and if we don't include that element of living and wisdom, then we're really limiting God, and so I just thought that was amazing, and there was also a part of the service, I don't know if you've ever met this woman named Wendy Ryan, but she had this uh, uh, tremendous, tremendous, a message at the very end of the service. And, you know, we've got powerful uh, wiz, uh, and wise women in my family. And I'm not just saying this, but Sherry and our two daughters, Corley and Elise, and, and our daughter-in-law, uh, Shantae, and uh, our granddaughter, Serenity, uh, I want them to, to know that uh, part of God is in them even in their powerful uh, feminine kind of traits.
0: Another question we want to talk about for just a moment is, could you just share practically in how you are staying connected to God during this time? What are you finding uh, and being surprised by God? Why don't
2: we start with you, Steve? Well, I'm... uh... I'm still connected with the Lago Vista neighborhood. So I've been going out there twice a week, helping to pass out lunches uh, from 12 to one. And it's really been a neat thing to see um, the way the families are just gracious and thankful for the food that's coming to them to help them get through the situation. Similarly, I'm also going once a week, I've been going to the community kitchen uh, with Sally Wabiki and a couple of other folks from the church, and we've been doing that. And and we've seen our normal, you know, the normal group of people that we serve once a month are there. But we've also met some new families that, because of the new situation, uh, they've been put in a tough position. And, and again, to see their, to hear the words of thanks and to see the gratitude on their faces, really know that they're being touched by God. And it's uh, it's just a joy to do that. Sherry, how about you?
3: Oh, this is a cool thing. After the service about masculine and feminine traits of God, characteristics, I went that night in the dark and to lie on my bed and just tried to let go and receive all of those characteristics of God. And it more than filled the room. It's awesome. So I really didn't say anything or pray anything. I just received. And that's big for me, because I'm always out trying to fix everything.
0: Wow, that's great. And uh, Greg, Greg, how about you?
4: I think of less of and more of. And so with the, the virus, I've intentionally done less of watching cable news. I'm a journalist by education, and uh, I find myself far less anxious and more positive when I'm not watching uh, a whole lot of cable news. And I'm, so instead of that, I'm doing, uh, as Sherry said, boy, we're, we're attending the Drops of Hope. I'm, I'm reading Katie's Evening Drops of Hope. I'm in uh we're in a Tuesday night Bible study that Dennis, Dennis uh, facilitates with uh, couples who are 60 and over. That can't be right. 60 and over. We're in that.
3: <laughs> Why am I in there?
4: I don't know. And then uh, uh, my men's group, Wednesday morning men's group that I've been a part of for years, we are Zooming and didn't miss a beat. And so uh, and the other thing is that I'm doing less of is marketing for my business. I just did not feel good about marketing for my business, so I've taken that energy and turned it into writing. And so I've I've been working on two major writing projects uh, that I'm really excited about. And I think I I think God oftentimes speaks to me as I've got my fingers on the keyboard and I also write journal entries, oftentimes just letters to God.
0: So Bree, tell us about you, like how do you connect? How are you finding and experiencing God, uh, God's peace, hope, joy during this season?
1: So now that I've had um, more time in certain ways, I've been able to slow down and really find like a pretty consistent morning and evening routine. And so that does include prayer and it includes just kind of taking care of myself, mind, body, spirit. So I try to work out every day and just to move my body, just to kind of, it's more for to just to clear my head and to manage stress. So that's a huge way for me just to kind of have a clear head and be able to kind of just quiet down and listen to God. Um, and that also includes, like, I try to listen to a podcast that's really inspiring, and also the daily drops of hope are huge for me, and that's that's a really nice ritual for me to look forward to every day as well. Um, but yeah, the morning and evening routines have really helped me to stay balanced and kind of more connected to God.
0: Very cool. Uh, let me ask you, this is a question, Not you had no prep for this question, but you all kind of made me think about it, and... <laughs> Um, I'm wondering, is there anything that you have started to do less of, started to do more of, that you say, I don't want to go back? I actually, I feel like God has brought me through into a new space and a better way of living and a better way of experiencing the world. Is there anything that you'd say, I really want to, I want to live into this. I could see how I could live into this more. Sharon?
3: I want to quit zooming across town to try to take care of my mother in particular she's 95 has alzheimer's Mm -hmm. she's in a memory care unit and was on hospice but i was more of a mess before the coronavirus than i am now because she was falling and getting all bruised and i was so worried just sprinting back and forth Mm. and I had to let go. Mm. Early on, they had closed it, not allowed to go, and they pulled hospice out eventually. Well, she has a CNA who does come in now. And what ended up happening is now I can go once a week, one to four times a week, when she has her hospice CNA, and talk to my mom through a screen at the front door, And one day, I took my accordion, which is music only a mother could love. (laughs) These songs I had known when I was about in third grade. And it ended up the whole unit were sitting in that front room, listening through the screen where I was playing. And it was the workers who were the most excited and appreciative, and that's really not, was not my intent, and before I left, I had colored chucks, so I decorated and thanked the healthcare workers at both entrances.
0: Wow.
1: It's just been amazing. That is amazing.
0: That is so amazing, so kind of like learning, like God's kind of taught you that you can care for your mom in a way that is healthy for you, and you don't have to feel this weight of being the one who holds everything. And you don't have right. to talk to that unhealthy way of caring. Wow, I'm so glad that question came up. That is amazing. Anybody else have anything that you'd say? Bree?
1: Yeah, so I feel like just during this pandemic, I've been a lot more intentional with reaching out to my family and friends and even just like sending texts and checking in on them and calling them more often and thinking about everyone more often. and I just, I don't want to go back to my busy life where I'm just so focused on my schedule and Monday through Friday and working that I forget to, you know, put energy, a lot of energy into the people closest in my life. And so I just, I want to, I want to, I hope that sticks with me after all of this.
0: Anybody else? I don't want to cut anybody off. Greg?
4: Well, we've started doing Zoom conferences with our three grown kids and their significant others, and our two grandkids. Don't want to ever leave leave that. Uh, so some of them are in Loveland, and then uh, Frisco, Colorado, in Yuma, Arizona. So it's been a great touch point for us. The other thing this morning in our Wednesday group, we were studying uh, Proverbs 16, and there was a verse 32: Better a patient man than a warrior. And Sometimes to stay in business for 28 years, you have to kind of, I've taken on the warrior aspect too often, and this has really helped me kick back. And uh, I want to be more patient about if business comes great, if it doesn't, uh, that's okay too. I've got uh, a God and a wonderful family and friends and church, and I've also got my keyboard that I'm kind of getting reacquainted with in terms of writing.
0: Steve, how about you? You raised your hand there.
4: Yeah, I'm
2: like Bree, you know, I find myself connecting a lot more with friends and family than um, we've allowed the time and distance to come between us. And I don't want to let go of that. Because, I mean, with my siblings, almost once a day we've been exchanging uh, funny memes. So we're just out there making each other laugh. <laughs> and then I have, you know, the, you know, my old church family from Virginia, um, you know, been connected with them. I, in fact, I got a text from my my um, guitar player from my time as a worship leader sent me a text this morning and said, Hey, I started my day off today with the, with Israel's moving forward. And I'm like, wow, that's a wonderful song. I can remember singing that you know, to our church and just contacting with all those folks, uh, staying in touch with them, seeing what's going on in life. And that's, um, that's something I don't really want to let go. That's
1: awesome.
0: So good. So good. Well, uh, I only do these, we only do these recaps uh, at the end of this series. If we did them more often, people wouldn't want to listen to me talk because they'd realize that the real wisdom isn't everybody sitting around so. us. Uh, and you all have yet proven it again, how awesome it is to get to hear everybody. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time. I know people are going to be encouraged and they will see themselves in you all and they will see God working in their own lives in ways that they thought, is that really God? But when we get to hear it from other people, it's such an encouragement. So thank you, everyone, for being a part of the Zoom call. And I hope you have an amazing rest of the week.
3: Same to you. Thank you, Thank you.